0: My people welcome creatures of the day and creatures of the night I am your wise and host wizard Oak and you are listening to wizard about town your nightly source for news and all ongoings here in our magical little community Hazel Grove Tonight, I am joined by the heroes who helped tame the Dream Eater and bring peace to Hazel Grove. They are known as Ghost Honey, Victor the Vampire, Rose, the Goblin of all lost things and stuff, and the true Savior of the Day, Maurice the Barter Fairy. Thank you for being here today. I would love it if you could tell us a little about yourselves, how you came upon my tapes and Hazel Grove. But first, I would like to issue an apology to the citizens of Hazel Grove. To all of the beautiful citizens of Hazel Grove, I am so sorry. My hubris got in the way. I had so many hopes that my dream machine would improve life for everyone in Hazel Grove, but I made too many careless and ego-driven errors, abandoning Giuseppe, who I'm happy to say is making a full recovery, leaving the gate open, awakening the Dream Eater. From the bottom of my heart, I hope you can all forgive me. I promise to try to make it up to all of you. Mm, You are not forgiven. All witches should be burned. Rose. What? I'm joking. Probably. You know, I still believe your dream machine invention is a marvelous idea, Wizard Oak. I would love to examine it with you, even. I believe with our minds combined, we could fix the dream machine. Ah, oh, thank you. I would love that. Victor, we have never had a vampire on the show before. Please, tell us a little about yourself. My listeners would love to learn more about you, I'm sure. Oh, uh, I do not know where to start. I was born outside of Florence in the mid-1700s. My mother was an opera singer, and my father was an inventor. Boring! Nobody cares. Let me tell you about my rise to fame, Wizard Oak, that's what your listeners want. I was conceived, believe it or not, from the stockings of a vaudevillian troupe who used to perform at the Vista Theater in Hollywood. Rose, stop it. You'll get your turn. Uh, and Maurice, the star of the show and savior of the day, how are you feeling?
1: Mm-hmm. I am feeling like I am immune to death now. ah, uh, uh,
0: uh, yes, you are. Maurice sacrificed his mortality to feed the Dream Eater and tame the beast.
1: And I have a pet bird now.
0: His name is Baby Boy. Oh, and what a baby boy he is. Maurice, when I handed off my tapes to you in the forest, how did you get them all the way to Mr. Ghost Honey in Los Angeles?
1: Hmm... I can remember bits and pieces. I remember wandering, looking for a helper so I could get my key to Hazel Grove and my star, which I never got, but that's fine. I made some trades along the way. Somewhere in Oklahoma, I traded a paper clip for an ice cream truck. I loved to drive my truck and i am really good at driving. Eventually, I made it to Los Angeles and felt a strong magnetic pool calling to me. It led me to a tall, skinny, pink old house that radiates magic. I watched the house for days. I wonder now if that magical force was calling to me all the way from Virginia.
0: Oh, you dirty, dirty peeping Tom.
1: I do remember seeing mommy in the window leaving socks for a goblin, and thought, oh, a helper. So I left the box on the doorstep.
0: How very fascinating. And how far you traveled. You know, Mr. Rogue, Oh, it's so funny you say that. I was a traveler once myself. We're not talking about you right now. And Mr. Ghost Honey, how did you come to live in such a magical house? Oh, um, hi. I'm a, a longtime listener, first-time caller. Ooh, bad joke. <laughs> I, uh, inherited the house from my great-aunt Ida. I didn't know much about her in life, but she always lived in that house. Victor and I have tried looking through records, but can't find anything about it. Actually, all we really know is that she was a little witchy. There's a talking staircase. Oh. Oh, I hope staircase is okay. And, um, the, the rooms change from time to time. There's a magical time loop in the bathroom of Ida's mother, Virginia. Scary paintings in the attic. It's all, uh, very magical and spooky. I'm sorry. Did you say Virginia and Ida? Uh, yes. W- why? I, hmm, no, 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 the The coincidence would be too extravagant. What, what, what is it? I'm going to stop recording this episode. One second. <coughs> I, hmm, maybe it is best I show you. Yes, do you remember earlier me telling you about my memory projector. Oh, finally. Oh, we're gonna watch some TV. Oh, thank God. I do not know if you remember, but I had an Uncle Alder who fell in love with a mortal from your realm. They ran away together across your country to build a home and life in California. And her name... was Virginia from Virginia.
1: <gasps> <My> <gasps>
0: drama! Alder eventually snuck back into Hazelgrove to see me in secret. He needed help, but... Uh, no one knows what happened to him after that last time I saw him. He... disappeared. He made me promise never to tell, but I... I think it is best you see this memory of his that he left with me. It was the last thing he shared with me. Oh, my God, I don't believe this. I'm sorry, Virginia, but I have to go back to Hazelgrove. But you're not allowed. They won't let you. I know, but I sent a dream message to Giuseppe. He's going to contact Oak, and- You said you wouldn't go back. I know, I know. But the signs are all here. The winds are changing. Magical creatures that should be dormant and sparse are flocking to our home. We have to do something to protect Ida. And I don't have the tools here in this realm, too. You said... you would stay. I... I know. What happens if you get stuck inside? and weeks or years pass. Please, it's Ida's birthday. She's waiting and the apple cake is getting cold. Can't we talk about this tomorrow? Ida is more like me than we thought. You saw her levitating in the topiary garden last night. Shh, I don't want her to hear. Oak is my favorite nephew. He will help us. He can give us the tools and ingredients we need to help her start her training to make sure her magic doesn't grow too wild. She needs a sparkle twig. We need ingredients for spells to reinforce the house from malevolent creatures and dark forces. But why can't we just be a normal family? Why can't we just ignore the poltergeists and the shadow monsters? I'm too frightened to have you leave us alone with them. I will be fine. I'll be quick. The council won't even know I was there. I'm doing this for Ida's future. No, you you just want to go back. I can tell you're not happy here. I am. I have never been happier, but to be banned from your home, I never even got to take any of my belongings with me. I just want to grab the things we will need, and I promise I'll never go back again. You... You promise. I promise. So, does that mean we're related? Fear not, gentle listeners. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine will be right back after
1: the break. Welcome back, gentle listeners.
0: So, does that mean we're related? Yes, my uncle was your great aunt's father, which makes me, uh, maybe your great cousin once removed, or, uh, am I your uncle twice removed?
1: That's why you two both have the same mustache. Did you?
0: No, Ida, I didn't. I've never strayed too far outside the gates of Hazelgrove myself, but Alder was thrilled when she was born. I do know that. And you don't know what happened to Alder after he visited you? I did meet him right outside the gates of Hazelgrove. I gave him some tools and possessions he wasn't able to take with him previously. We had to be quick so the council wouldn't be aware of his presence, but... No one knows what happened to him. He was very frantic that night, and his eyes were full of fear. Something was definitely wrong. What is the council? They are the elders of Hazelgrove, and they make all executive decisions. They're strong and ancient magical beings. Their sole purpose is to guard Hazelgrove from the mortal realm. When Alder threatened Hazelgrove's secrets by falling in love with a mortal, they banished him forever from the village and his home. I, uh, I have a dumb question. Please, there is no such thing as a dumb question. What is Hazelgrove? No, no, that that was a little dumb. I mean, a magical village, but why? I mean, why was it founded? Why does time work differently here? Why aren't mortals allowed to enter? Wait, am I allowed to be here even? I suspect Hazel Grove let you enter because you have enough of Alder's blood in you. And Hazel Grove isn't so much a destination as it is a point through which most people pass through. Huh? Ugh, oh, if this nerd doesn't start talking sense, I swear to God. Let me explain. Hazel Grove isn't so much a magical village as it is a magical safe haven. Specifically for the more recently deceased. Oh, like dead people? Like dead people. Ew, gross. Uh, can you talk more and make more sense? Are are you dead? I am not. You see, wizards and witches have long since tended to the hidden villages, like Hazelgrove. We can live here and use our powers freely without fear of mortal persecution, and in return we look over the souls that wander in and through Hazelgrove. There is the occasional gnome that makes their way in and stays to help, like Charlotte, or the head chef down at the Spotted Salmon, but the majority of citizens are like Norman the Ghost, People who died, and whose spirits aren't quite ready for the more permanence of afterlife. They're all drawn here, until they're ready to move on. Uh, But what about that stupid and dumb bird that everybody hates? Uh, Broderick? He is immortal, and long past his, uh, expiration date. My theory is Hazelgrove opened their gates for him so he may have a place to fully relax... And live, for a lack of a better word, as a talking raven. It all makes sense now. Uh, does it? My head hurts. My little show Wizard About Town is my way of documenting all those who pass through Hazel Grove. Living here as someone who is still affected by time can be lonely. When an old friend or colleague drops by, it is thrilling just to talk Uh, to them. Nerd. I I have so much I still want to ask you. Maybe we should all go have a drink at the Spotted Salmon, Hmm. and we can talk a little longer before your departure. I would like that. Uh, Finally, I used all the vodka for that Molotov cocktail. Do you think they have hummingbird nectar? I've been, ah, quite famished.
1: If I live forever now, can I drink too?
0: No, you have to be 18. No, it's 21 now.
1: I'm 76.
0: Oh, yeah, but you died and came back. You're only like seven weeks old. You should still be breastfeeding. Mother, take your top off. Ah, get off me. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine was written by me, Tyler Gesa. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this lovely little podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Morgan Fuse, and Ann Fuse. Special thanks to Barbara Jones and Mark Fisher at Outshine Talent and all of my family and friends. If you love Ghost Honey's Dream Machine, the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. And if you're an overachiever, please leave a glowing review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Ghost Honey on TikTok and at Tyler Geisa everywhere else to stay tuned on all Dream Machine news. And please, if you feel so inclined, go ahead and submit your own dreams at the Dream Submission form linked in any of my social media bios. I may include it in an upcoming episode. Bye for now.